get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, the view for from Vitaly for Blues and Blackhawks tonight. Our guy Joey V is joining us now on our Air Comfort Service phone line. Joey V, what's mowing on, my man? Joey, Joey, Joey. That was the worst intro ever, Joe, because typically BK does it, so I get to chant your name, so that was my mistake. That's okay. Hey, that's how we get better, Alex. Hang in there, Bob. Be, be, be kind to yourself. I, I didn't think it was that bad. Okay, I appreciate it. What's going on, Joey V? You ready for the first road trip of the season? First roadie? I'm not. My wife is. My wife is. <laughs> Kids are, too. They said, this is an opportunity. Dad's gone. Let's run. They have the complete false sense of reality. Like, what do you mean you're not going to be here today? I was like, well, kids, I, I, you know, I, I got to go back to work. Like, well, what do you mean? Like, well, I got to travel. I, 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 this house, these, this food you're eating, uh, the school you got, they all cost money. Like, well, just, what do you mean you're not going to be for my game tonight? So, yeah, all, all's good. It is a little bit of a transition when you go from summer mode to, to season mode, but they will get used to it. We all get used to it. Absolutely. And, Joe, this one's going to be – I'm looking forward to this one, and you and I will break it down more on our uh, first community pregame show at 630 tonight. But, I mean, you look at – this is really the first preseason action competition, I would say, the Blues have gone up against just in terms of guys who have that NHL-ready uh, and NHL experience under their belt. Taylor Hall, Corey Perry, all of these guys in the lineup, Connor Bedard playing in this one, Peter Murray, Zach, the starter for the Chicago Blackhawks. This is real competition for the Blues in preseason game number four. Yes, it is. You know, I think for some of the rookies that had seen Connor Bedard in the rookie camp, uh, certainly got an early taste. But I think for players like Robert Thomas and Butch Navis, they're going to see what, what Bedard's about, you know, firsthand and, and in live action, live fire. You mentioned Corey Perry, a veteran in, the, in their lineup. Taylor Hall, I think we're going to see probably Ryan Donato on that hall and Connor Bedard top line. Uh, Seth Jones, a proven defenseman, is going to be on the backside. This is going to be a good test. It's going to be a good early test uh, for this team who uh, were right about right at the hump, I would say, of, of preseason. So uh, to no surprise, I think Chicago is looking to get Connor Bedard as comfortable as possible, get him in as many home games certainly as possible. Uh, so it's going to be really fun to see. I know I'm certainly excited to call and kind of see Connor Bedard firsthand. You know, one thing fans have talked a lot about, and, you know, it'll probably be on showcase tonight with Connor is, is his shot, you know, learning more and more about his shot and, and how he gets it off and, uh, the quickness he he delivers it from and how he can shoot it in all areas. Uh, certainly him and Taylor Hall have had some great chemistry early on in preseason. So uh, without question for Robert Thomas and Pavel Buchnevich and, and some of these NHL regulars for the St. Louis Blues, it's going to be a good test tonight. Yeah, and a good test for Scott Brunovich, who's going to be paired up with Colton Preko, it looks like tonight. It'll be his third preseason game. Joey, what have you made of Scott Brunovich so far throughout camping in the preseason? You know, I think that it's been, uh, I think it's been preseason for him. And what I mean by that is there's been some bumps and there's been some ups. 
I think that this is how it is for a younger player, especially when you deal with as many injuries as Scott Prunovich uh, has dealt with. This is why they're trying to get him in as many games as possible, and that's a good thing because they see him in the starting rotation come opening night there in Dallas. So they're trying to get all the cobwebs worked out. They realize it's not only a young kid, but a kid who has dealt with a lot of injuries, serious injuries too. So get him as many reps as possible because he will be there, I think, come opening night. Uh, What do I think of his camp up to this point? I think we've seen probably next to, I would say, Nick Ritchie. Maybe this is the most we've seen of any player up to this point has been Scott Prunovich. And again, I think it's been a great opportunity for him. I think he's had some really, really great bright moments. I think he's had some moments where uh, you can tell he he is coming back from injury and it's been a long offseason. There was one play last game I commented on at the end of the second period. About six, seven seconds remaining in the period. He had the puck at the point. He had his head up. It looked like he was loaded, ready to shoot, and he dusted it off to make one last pass. Unfortunately, the puck didn't get to the net, and you can see Craig Berube a little bit frustrated on the bench about uh, just having a little bit more urgency about getting pucks to the net. So little things like that. I think he's made a little bit some errors here and there when it comes to getting pucks to the net, maybe making one too many passes. Uh, I think the power play hasn't gone as swiftly as he would he would love for it to go. Uh, keep in mind, a lot of different personnel. I mean, he's getting used to all these players. Kevin Hayes getting used to all these different players. So plenty of reason uh, to make the excuse of why it's not going great on the power play. But I know one thing for Scott, he's definitely looking to try to get into some sort of rhythm play, whether it be with Robert Thomas and Boots Davids. Uh, Joe, we still got you, buddy. Up, there's been some downs. Oh, there you go. Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to cut you off. We lost you there for a second, so but we got you back. Um, you, you mentioned that shot and shooting opportunity for Scott Pernovich, and we talked about this on postgame the other night, uh, but we're going to get into this a little bit later, and I am curious from a player's perspective. You know, Berube likes to focus on making sure that the shots are quality, but for a team that is also focusing heavily on getting guys to the front of the net more and looking for those deflections, looking for those rebound scoring chances, is that going to be an area of emphasis on this team this year to maybe in the past look for that ideal pass this season might be more of just get it on net if we've got bodies swarming you know it's it's a good question Alex and I don't have the answer to that right now I know in the past it has been you know quality over quantity you know you look at the last two periods of last preseason game there weren't a ton of shots at the net I think Craig Berube certainly would like more than he saw there but at the same time I think that this is a head coach that would rather have a player look for a better opportunity, hold on to the puck, instead of just throwing something from the boards to the point that's going to be an easy save for a whistle. Uh, but like you said, at the same time, I think at some point you have to throw more pucks to the net. And I think that for defensemen and forwards alike, I remember being on the outside and get, getting your head up and seeing the net. If you saw a body or two in and around the cage, if it's Peter Morazic tonight, you feel more comfortable about throwing a puck there versus, let's say, you know, you're on the outside and all you see is defenders and then you see the other team's goalie in front. Then you may want to hold on to a little bit more. So it kind of begs the question, yeah, you'd like to see more pucks than that, but I think the first step is getting players to the inside. This was an issue last year pretty consistently where they didn't have enough toughness, I would say, didn't have enough bodies, you didn't have enough presence in front of the other team's net. And I think if you can do that, that's step one. That's going to give the green light, I think, to the defensemen and the forwards on the perimeter more to throw pucks there. And Joey, is that what they're looking for from younger guys like Bolduc to take that next step is getting to the inside? Same for Jake Neighbors to get to that spot. Is that the way for those guys, if they are going to break camp with the team, is just to make sure they go and park themselves in front of the net? 
Tanner. I mean, it's a, it's a good question. You know, it's not the easiest thing to do. You know, it's a lot easier said than done. When you go there, you know, there, there's a price to pay. What do I mean by that? If you try to get to the inside and try to get in front of the net, I mean, tonight, Connor Murphy, defenseman, he's a big body. He's expected a cross-check, expect a flash behind the legs. Peter Mraz is going to be poking you. Uh, every team is consistently wanting to make it very uncomfortable if you want to park your, your butt on top of blue paint in front of their net. Uh, with forwards knowing that, yes, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the plan is to get there, but getting there, it, it comes at a price. A lot of older players, especially this time of the year, don't want to get the knickknack injuries and get beat up on so soon in the season because it's a long season. But absolutely, if you're if you're Zachary Bulduke, you know if you're Jake Neighbors, uh, you know if, if you're if you're some of these younger players that are looking to to stand out in Craig Berube and Doug Armstrong's mind, you know one of the very controllable things to do in the offensive zone is kind of break through that that opening layer in front of the other team's net and just kind of stand there and just kind of sit there. I think Nick Ritchie's done a pretty good job of it so far in camp. Uh, we saw he had a great assist, although it was on the power play, had a great assist the other night on the Oscar Sundquist goal at the goal line. He took it hard to the net. I think more plays like that, uh, you don't have to be the biggest guy, the strongest, or the most uh, bravest player in the world to do it. It's just about just kind of burying your head and just getting there and getting to that inside. And I think if the Blues could do that, they're going to find much more success. And again, at the end of the day, you, you want to give these defensemen the green light to throw more pucks there, but they're not going to do it if bodies aren't present. Joe, you talk about a massive opportunity, and you and I will get into this a little bit later on tonight, but, man, Jake Neighbors, of course, Jordan Kyra dealing with this lower body injury that Barubi said isn't anything serious. He's just not playing tonight. Neighbors playing with Thomas and Buchnevich. This is a guy that we've talked about for the last couple of days of just kind of figuring out where he fits in because you wonder if he's a fourth liner. Could he get to the third line? Does he start in the AHL? Boy, this is a big night for Jake Neighbors playing with Thomas and Booch against Bedard in Chicago. Well, you don't you don't have any excuses tonight to not be productive and to not hold on to the puck and to not generate scoring chances. You know, in the past, you know, if he's playing on a third line, let's say with a Torpchenko and, and a Kevin Hayes, you know, then maybe you have a little bit of an excuse. You know, you're playing with some maybe let's call it bottom six players. Today he's playing with two of the best forwards, you know, I think definitely for the Blues and, and maybe in the game tonight when you look at Thomas and Buchnevich. So there really isn't any excuse for Jake Neighbors to not generate and, uh, you know, get on the score sheet. Uh, so that's where the pressure's at. You know, for Jake Neighbors, I think he is probably the number one forward that they just do not know what to do with. Not in the sense where he doesn't belong here. I think he belongs in St. Louis. I think he will start the year in St. Louis. And I, and I can see him maybe not even going down to the American League at all. But it's just where do you put him? Uh, the good thing for Jake is I think he's done a lot of good for himself where you can put him in any situation and you know he's going to be just fine there. I think if he starts on the fourth line, he knows what he needs to bring. We saw him last year be physical. He got in multiple fights last year as well. He can play a tough brand of hockey. Uh, but at the same time, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of skills. He's got a lot of skills in his toolbox where you know if you put him up with some bigger players, he would do just fine there too. Uh, but I, I would say he is the swing player. He's the player that they don't know exactly where to put just yet, which is the bad thing. But the good thing is you know you can put him wherever, and he's going to do just fine in that role. So uh, without a doubt, Alex, uh, you're, you're bang on. I think he is the player that I certainly have circled. One of the three or four players I've circled in tonight's game uh, to really keep an eye on. Well, we'll talk about him. We'll talk about Perunovic and much more tonight on our first community pregame show. Joey and I got you taken care of at 630. And then Joe and Curbs have puck drop against Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks at 730. Have a fun trip, my man. And we'll talk to you down the line this evening. Sounds good, Alex. We'll talk to you guys here tonight.